This is Luna. I'm checking in for my new instructions. Give me your password for voice check. I love tuna fish and field mouse pudding. Voice check complete. Moon podcast escalation! and welcome to Sailor Business. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is the podcast where we watch every episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and break it down scene by scene for your listening enjoyment. Uh, we are joined, as always, by a very special guest. Uh, Jordan, why don't you why don't you take the uh, introductions this time? Uh, this with us today is Dr. Devin White, who is, of course, my wife. Oh, <laughs> Hi, everybody. Now... Were you two, were you two like destined moon lovers? Is that? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. good, good. So, it's, so it's, which it's, one it's, of yeah. you was a total jerk on the street to the other? Uh, her, well, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, obviously, obviously Jordan. Obviously no, Jordan. in real life, you. In real, how was I a jerk? Well, because here's the thing. Uh, the very fast version of how we met is that I was watching Ranma with this dude. <laughs> uh, I, we, we were watching episodes of Ranma together, me and this other dude, who she was kind of dating at the time. <laughs> I was totally dating at the time and uh, introduced the two of us. And, thank you, thank you, Keith. And uh, and uh, and we had already watched the first episode, and she was like, "Well, I want to watch it too, so you have to rewatch the first episode." And I was like, "What? No, we already <laughs> watched it." And she forced us, so she's what? that's just being considerate. What? <laughs> Seriously, that that's I mean that's that was you being the jerk because you were just like, "I don't care if you don't understand what's going on at all. Mm. I'm just going to keep watching the show." Yeah, because Ron was really hard to grasp. <laughs> What, what I am learning from this is that anime will ruin relationships. No, anime is what created our relationship. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Ask, ask Keith about that. Well, see, see what Keith <laughs> thinks about anime. He lives in Japan now, so he's fine. Actually, yeah, he, he, lives in, he lives in Japan now and is married to a beautiful Japanese woman and has beautiful children. And uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear Keith's doing all right. Keith is doing great. Keith Welcome fine. back to KeithCast, everybody. <laughs> Uh, no, Devin. Yes. Uh, I, I have been informed by Jordan. You are yeah. you are a guest for the next two episodes because Sailor Mercury is your favorite uh, of the senshi. She is. She is. I love Sailor Mercury. She's my favorite. So what is your history with uh, the Sailor Moon franchise? So my history with the Sailor Moon franchise is that Jordan actually introduced me to it. I had never heard of it until I met him. I mean, it started with Ranma, but at one point he was trying to explain to me what Sailor Moon was um, and doing um, not perhaps the most stellar job. Um, <laughs> we should we should clarify that this is when, this is in high school. This is when I'm... This is in high school. I'm like 16 years old at this point. And, th- and I was 15. Um, and uh, yeah, and he was trying to explain it to me and he basically described it as it's this group of, of, of fighters and they fight monsters and every time they fight a monster, they forget who each other are. 
I, d- and, I can't believe I would have uh, said that. And I and I wait. That I was, was like, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was the first thing you chose to explain about Sailor Moon. <laughs> to be fair, uh, in my defense, the first episode of Sailor Moon I ever saw was like the be- was at the beginning of season two. But even I, so, I, I don't maybe, think I would say. I would have maybe monster. gone with the talking cat before yeah, before you know. I got around to the brain the the amnesia stuff. <laughs> maybe the Moon Kingdom stuff. Yeah. So my my thought was like that is a horrible idea. Like how are you? ever going to fight future monsters if every single time that there's another monster you're like wait who are you and 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 you have to reintroduce the whole concept to everyone all over again i'm not sure i said every time maybe that could have been a a misunderstanding on our between us uh and and as like also you're definitely not gonna be able to build battle tactics that way like this is this is not gonna work it's it's like uh it's like the opposite of that tom cruise movie that they had to change the name of Exactly. Exactly. And go. I was like, you you watch this show? You like this? It's okay. <laughs> um I was I mean, look, time- that's, that is a really interesting concept. I have to say, like every time you know, a, a superhero who fights a monsters and every time she fights a monster, she loses her memory. Like when that's I a really interesting moon. concept. That is not what Sailor Moon is about. I know. As I as I did later learn, yes. Um so I was getting into anime and, and manga at the time. Um mainly through Keith, somewhat also through Jordan. Um, and so I was I was reading like Oh My Goddess and I was reading Ranma and uh, and I, I decided because I, I did have a bit of a, a crush on this Jordan kid um, to give Sailor Moon a shot. But I the only Sailor Moon I could get my hands on back when everything was VHS um, was the Doom Tree series. So that that's the uh, only one that I'd watched. I was able to Which get the manga first half first of season two, just to, in case in case people w- oh. want to know what that is. That's the first half of season two. We'll get there in like a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did get the manga first in Japanese because they didn't have translated versions, and then in English when those came out, and those were a lot less expensive. Um, and uh, so you and so, so you went straight from not knowing about Sailor Moon to trying to read it in Japanese. Well, I don't read Japanese. I was just looking at the pictures. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's very um, usagi of you. Yeah. Uh, well, and uh, <laughs> it looked interesting. I love the manga art. Um, and then it came out in in English, and that was awesome the sailor v series though still that didn't come out until english until just now so i still have the japanese versions of that where i was like i i wonder what's happening here um oh well and uh but then i i I started reading the the english versions you know back when everything was still printed left to right for us poor ignorant americans and funny and so everyone is is left-handed you know and uh and you know i absolutely fell in love with sailor moon that way and uh, and 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 fell in love with Amy Chan that yeah. way. So I was gonna say, well. talk about I. I- so obviously, I mentioned that Devin is a doctor, and she is like a like a real legitimate medical. Yeah, yeah, doctor I'm, I'm a physician. He's not lying. Um, so obviously, you went to a million years of school. Do you want to tell uh, them about your inspirational studying guides, studying oh, aids? Oh, you are mean. That's not you mean. I think it's so awesome. Mean. I think it's oh, adorable. Oh, don't worry. In the next episode, <laughs> we will have a segment <laughs> where uh, Jordan is called to task. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so, so part of my inspiration, Jordan, I, this, I didn't um, think this would be bad. For the 
millions of years of studying that I did have to do was the fact that uh, at all times I knew that there was someone in Japan studying furiously as if their life depended on it. And uh, at, at any time I was studying, there was sure to be someone in Japan also studying. Um, they're very uh, academically oriented. Um, you know, they have a million tests that really determine their futures. Um, and, uh, and so a lot of manga are sort of study oriented. They show scenes of them having to study. There are multiple mangas that are literally about, you know, I am trying to study to get into this school and that is the major conflict of the book. Um, and so I, uh, I, I like to make collages. I, I haven't really lately, but I used to. And so I photocopied out of various manga uh, scenes of people studying or, or discussing studying um, and made a collage, a big collage that I have in my office. Um, it does have Sailor Mercury Amy John right in the middle because uh, the first page of her single story um, that I, I guess I don't know if they turn those into uh, animes, Not but sure. uh, in the in the mangas they have like little single stories about each of the the, the girls. Um, hers uh, starts with a page that that literally has her her face in a frame. And she's admonishing you with a finger and saying, stop reading comic books and study. So I, 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 I copied that one large. <laughs> big right old in picture the of yeah, her yelling a, at you. It's pretty great. Yeah. And then I have all these scenes of, of uh, manga, you know, people studying and, and scenes related to studying around it. See, and that's my big collage. That's not embarrassing. That's cool. Thank you. It, Thank it, you. Well, I, I mean, I agree that it's not embarrassing. I don't know if cool is the word I would use. <laughs> All right. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't know if a pro-studying collage. <laughs> Amy is, would think it was cool. Like when I, when I think of the word cool, I tend to think of like, you know, leather jackets and skateboards. <laughs> not necessarily leather, leather arts and crafts. Leather jackets and skateboards? Yes. What is this, 1985? Uh, look, those are forever. Uh-huh, okay. Okay, Bart Simpson. Uh, Bart Simpson, also very cool. <laughs> I, I, would, I would suggest that you don't have a cow. <laughs> Eat my shorts. But that is, it's interesting that you bring that up because that is a, that is the theme of this episode, in fact, is uh, academic pressure and studying. Uh, for those sure, of you who yeah. are watching along with us, we are watching, uh, which which episode is this, Jordan? It, seven? Uh, yes, this is episode seven. No, no this is eight. episode eight. Uh, episode eight. That's right. Uh, episode eight, which is called "The Girl <laughs> Genius Is a Monster: The Brainwashing Cram School of Horror," which is a pretty great title. Uh, also, a misleading title: "The Girl Genius Is Not a Monster." <laughs> well, but well, it has a question mark there. You know, it's not. It doesn't it have no. a question mark? No. Uh, you know what? What's really point? funny? Uh, when I'm looking at the title, I'm looking at the list on Wikipedia. The English. Uh, phrase the girl genius is a monster does not have a question mark after it but the japanese version does like where it's where it says tensai so show, well, i can't i'm not gonna butcher japanese well, that makes more sense because part of the plot of this episode is that uh sailor moon usagi thinks that amy is a monster which mm-hmm. kind of makes sense uh except that luna knows from moment one that Amy is Sailor Mercury. She no. just doesn't bother to inform Sailor no, Moon no, no, of this. No, she, I think no, you she, are. No, she doesn't. She's I, the one who plants well, it in Sailor Moon's mind that she might be of the Negaverse. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're conflating it with uh, 
with Crystal because no, it's, it's it, yeah. I'm, I uh, I read the manga last night, which is what it is. That's uh, yeah, that's what it go. is. Because uh, the manga, which this issue of the manga I think is really great, and this issue of or this episode of Sailor Moon is really true to the manga, it, much in the you same are, way. You are you are correct, my friend. You are correct on both counts. Uh, but yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with uh, Isagi being, you know, you know, uh, trying to shirk her duties, which is a recurring theme. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luna gets really mad and waves her little paw at her and tells her that uh, she needs to get it together because she's going to fight a lot of enemies uh, and she is going to get some allies soon. And then she goes, and I know who that ally is going to be. Is this in the manga? Uh, this the is ma- in the manga. OK, yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember this about. at all. <laughs> And the interesting thing is that is a conversation that makes sense in the manga because this is chapter two of the manga. This is the second Sailor Moon yeah. story. Yeah, this right. happens right away. If uh, if on the show, on episode eight, if Luna was like, hey, there's going to be more monsters showing up, you saw you would be like, yeah, I know you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I've been at this for two months. <laughs> Uh, I should say that the uh, the manga also has my single favorite line of I'm gonna go ahead and say the series, uh, which is that uh, you know there's always the introduction where we find out that uh, Isagi Tsukino is a 14 year old girl. She's a Capricorn, blood type O, birthstone, right. pearl. Of course. Uh, the way that she introduces herself in uh, the manga is I'm Isagi Tsukino. 14 years old, in the second year of middle school. My hobbies are eating, sleeping, and taking the easy way out. <laughs> Same. I'm with you, Usagi. What a hobby, taking the easy way out. What do you do for fun? Take the easy way out. <laughs> Take the easy way out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very fun. That's so great. yeah, I, uh, I went ahead and read the manga last night. I actually did not go back and rewatch Crystal, uh, because I mean, it's yeah. very similar to the manga. Yeah. I'll, let me let me confess. Doing this podcast is killing Crystal for me. I, I when we started when Crystal started we Crystal started before we started doing this podcast and I watched the first few episodes and I was like this is great Sailor Moon it's awesome I love Sailor Moon this is wonderful and then we started this podcast and I and as a result we've been rewatching the original series and now when I watch Crystal I'm like yeah it's not as good this is garbage. <laughs> Kind yeah, of. It's, it's, it's not as It's good. kind of the same way with me. Like I am I am like three episodes behind on Crystal. Oh wow. Uh, I don't yeah. even think I've watched the the first appearance of Jupiter. Yeah, that's which, that's the one we watched most recently. Yeah, which you know, she's one of one of my one of my favorite scouts, one of my five favorite <laughs> what scouts. Five? I always say like <laughs> I really like all of them, so not you guys, fair. Except for except for Ray. Yeah, she's like <laughs> Except for Ray. Oh uh, my god, what an episode that's going to be. <laughs> but I think it's for me, I think it's more because I'm already watching four episodes of Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I watch the, the new ones when they go up on, on uh, Mondays with um, a lady friend uh, who wants to come on the show and talk about Chibiusa when she shows up. Oh, God. And uh, and then I watch them for this podcast. Right. Like, and I'm watching subs, dubs, reading the manga. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need, I don't need Crystal in my life right now. Well, I mean, <laughs> is it any? Di- it's not any different from the manga, right? It's the same as the manga. It is it's a very like, strict adaptation of the manga. Yeah, it's a, it's like slightly different in parts, but not really significantly so. Uh, they do. But we've talked about this before on the show that I really like the the transformation sequences, and I feel like uh, Amy actually her transformation is amazing. It is 
I, I, her transformation sequence in the original 92 anime has always been one of my least favorite because I think her hair looks weird when she transforms, <laughs> yeah. which is a weird thing to get hung up on. But yes. I'm also a dude who didn't read that run of Batgirl because I didn't like that she had thigh pouches on her costume. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I look, look, very specific things. Well, are uh, you talking about the dub transformation or the sub transformation? Because those are actually trans- different. Oh, okay. well, no, he's saying the crystal one he likes, the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The original, like, because the wind blows her hair and her hair looks really weird, I think. Amy's got a weird haircut to begin with. <laughs> and it's blue uh, for no reason. Well, yeah, it's blue because it's anime, Jordan. It's blue because it's awesome, the same way that Luna is purple. No, Luna is oh, not purple. Luna's not purple. Well, then her hair is not blue. No, no. Well, see, that- Amy's hair is blue. Luna is and a black Lu- cat. And I mean, Luna they- is purple. <laughs> Your TV I- set <laughs> is lying to you. I don't know. They, but the thing is, they say that Luna is a black cat. They never go. Multiple times. Amy, you've got beautiful black hair and then go wink, wink. Like, they, it just. But, is- at, but at no point do they go, whoa, you got blue hair. That's pretty radical. Oh, I mean- okay, okay. I'm going to settle this right now okay. because I was going to wait until uh, two episodes from now to bust this one out. Uh-oh. Let's hear it. Uh, I think I actually mentioned this on the show before. Uh, I have one of a series of young adult novelizations of Sailor Moon. What? Uh, that came what? out in the 90s. <laughs> oh, my that God. Were, that were very clearly written by someone who had come up through the ranks of fan fiction, uh, who was also like like 19 when the novels were coming out, when she was writing the novels. And there are many references specifically to uh, Amy's beautiful, stylish, fashionable blue hair. Okay. Is that canon though? Come on. Look, it's as canon as you're going to get. If it's, if it was published (laughs) by the publisher, I think it counts. If it was published by like official Uh. Sailor Moon, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was published by, uh, I mean, I could go into the living room and check real quick because I, I did have it out because the, oh. the one that I have is specifically, uh, it's called Mars Attacks. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. And it is specifically a novelization of the first appearance of Sailor Mars. Okay. So I was going to reread that I can't before wait. we get around to Mars I in two weeks. I can't wait. Uh, either, I, I also would read uh, Mars Attacks Sailor Moon crossover I, I do you really want to see like people being horribly vaporized <laughs> we sailor actually moon? to be fair we already see people getting vaporized in sailor moon it's yeah, just that's not true. true i guess i i guess i guess yusagi is the real monster oh uh wow. let's let's start in with this episode yeah let's shall start. we einstein hawking that's right. That's right. That's the first two lines of the episode. Right away, things are great. This, this, I think, is one of the the better episodes. It is, uh, no, you are super right. Uh, I, we could not believe how funny this episode was. Yeah, it's really yeah. funny. It's it's really exciting. The monster is really good. There's a ton of uh, Usagi personality stuff, mm-hmm. which I think I, I think that's actually the only problem with it because Usagi's personality at this point. Like I said, we've had seven episodes of Usagi as a solo heroine, and we talked. Uh, we talked about how we really liked the slow burn of the the first seven episodes that we get to see Usagi uh, learning the ropes of being a superhero, and in the process, because she's our solo protagonist, we get a lot of Usagi personality. Uh, we do not get a lot of Amy personality ever, really. <laughs> like, Amy never. I, 
I, I like I like Amy a lot. I like Sailor Mercury a lot. But we don't get there are very few episodes where uh, a personality comes through for her. And especially in this one, in her first appearance, she's really overshadowed by uh, Usagi because Usagi has so much personality stuff in this episode. And we don't get a lot of time where it's just Sailor Moon and Sailor Mercury. Like Ray shows up very quickly after this. She shows up in two weeks. I don't know. In this uh, episode, you get a lot of her. I mean, you get a lot of her kind of brooding and being a little lonely and and wanting yeah, but, to do her but best. But that translates as that <laughs> translates as being quiet. Yeah. <laughs> She's being the quiet, quiet shot, scout. Which I I just I just don't feel I, I feel like that's the one part where where her character is lacking because you know she uh it's it's really not until the romance episode that we get for her later on that she gets to take center stage and we get a little more of her personality. Uh, and I feel like that's a shame. She's the George Harrison. She's what? The George Harrison of the, of the <laughs> Sailor Scouts. See, I feel like in the manga, somehow, I don't know, maybe maybe through the art, that, that she is more expressive. She is a little bit. I, I do think that comes through. You also get a, you also get some internal monologue. Uh, yeah. you, there's a weird scene in the manga, and we'll talk about it when, when Luna shows up, but there's a weird scene in the manga where after she meets Luna... Uh, there's like a nice page of her cuddling and, and it's the first time we've seen her smile. And she says, she says she thought Luna was an angel. Yeah. No, that happens in the, she, in the, in the show too. Is that in the show? Did I yes. just miss that when I was that's in, That's also in the show. Well, that's in, I think that's, is that in both the subbed and the dub? No, I it's know? definitely not in the, in the original. Dub. Right. It's in the, it's in the dubbed though. No, no, it's in the sub. No? It's in the sub. Okay. Not in the dub. They would have been okay. like, "That's too weird. Why? Why is that happening? <laughs> <laughs> why would she say that?" Because we okay. Uh, just set up. We did watch the the original dub. They changed everything. Um, everything. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh it, my it's god. It's super different. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll have lots to talk about there too. Yep. All right, All right. So Einstein so, Hawking. Einstein Hawking. <laughs> we open uh, in the Dark Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> Queen Beryl working that crystal ball this, yet again. This is the best. The reason I love this Dark Kingdom one is because uh, we were talking about, you know, Japanese culture and cra- and this is what the Dark Kingdom is doing. They're just chatting about culture differences. They're like, <laughs> they're sitting there going... You know, in this culture, uh, they work like all the stuff we're talking about. Oh, they work hard. They do cram schools. Really? Oh, yeah. And the parents really put pressure on them. Oh, is that what it's like? Yeah, that's what it's like. Like they're just having a nice casual chat about it. It's funny because in my head, I'm just like, there is some writer of this anime who really didn't like school. (laughs) Just writing this anime going, oh, man, Japanese school system is really ridiculous. Right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the first line of the episode, the first spoken line after the introduction is Jedi going, so many human school children have been made miserable because they're forced to study. Exactly. <laughs> Which is exactly. accurate. I that know, is accurate. I know, but I just feel like there's there was an anime writer who was just, who did not do well in school, who's just like, this is bogus. <laughs> and, the, and the best part of that is that Queen Beryl's response, where she is 100% focused on working that crystal ball, is, yep. yes, I've read reports. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's, again, we've talked about, I want to see the expense reports. 
I want to see the business plans. I want to see the the I want to see the Dark Kingdom Negaverse guy who's just going out at like like the guy who's uh, on the cultural exchange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they send out they send out just culture scouts who just go out and like type up reports for Queen Barrel. I want to see Great. I want to see book report day in the Dark Kingdom. Oh god. Where this poor this poor guy with like two heads and a, and a cannon arm is like standing in front of Queen Barrel doing a book report and she won't look up from that crystal wall. Mm-mm. Basically, I want the office with Sailor Moon villains. <laughs> so if anyone could get on making that. So oh, that would be awesome. Oh, I'm just trying. The only thing I'm trying to decide is which season to do it in. I mean, I guess season one has the 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 kings and and those are pretty great so that's probably the best one but season two has those all the dark moon family with Katzi and birdie and and all them who are pretty funny so i don't know which we get one a, we get a nephrite and zoicide are really the jim and pam <laughs> no one has ever in all of human history said that sentence before congratulations so while the dark kingdom is talking about how much school sucks and how much (laughs) literally saying that school is worse for children than their monsters yep i know i'm telling you someone was really bitter when they were writing this episode uh we cut then uh to usagi kicking back on her couch reading manga with the loudest and most sustained laughter i have ever heard in my life yeah i want to know what she was reading that that sounds like a really good manga a really funny really funny manga so funny that when she shows it briefly to her mother her mother cannot help but laugh even though she's trying to admonish uh, usagi that's right yeah it, i mean like looking at the cover it looks like she's reading sailor moon <laughs> which is the weird thing mm. so i guess not it, that it might funny. be no i guess it's not like i thought it was sailor v because there's a, a blonde uh girl's head on the cover but there's no uh there's no uh bow or anything but you can very clearly see the title so if anyone knows what the title of the the manga yusagi is reading is let us know oh. i would i'm very curious about yes, it you can tell us on our twitter which is at Sailor Ooh. Business. You, yes, you can do that. Brand new. And we'll retweet it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so her mother uh, stops her from reading, or stops her because she wants to yell at her, and she t- takes a moment to laugh at how funny the comic is, and yells at her because she says, well, you had a test yesterday. Like, what are you doing sitting around reading manga? Like, what happened with the test? And she's like, oh, we don't get the results till tomorrow. Um, and her, her mother is like, Okay, real talk. I'm just, I'm afraid you're going to fail everything. <laughs> she says, she says, Usagi, I'm not asking for much. Just don't fail. To which mm-hmm. Usagi immediately starts crying and, and gives the wonderful uh, logic of if there's going to be a top of the class, there has to be a bottom. Uh- <laughs> and, and, and Usagi has determined, has decided very strongly that she must be that bottom. <laughs> Oh, it's like There's no one in the entire world that suffers more than kids who get scolded for bad grades. That is what she says. That is also yep. true. And, and, I'm and that is you, amazing. Bitter. Someone is very bitter. <laughs> Someone is. But like the best thing about it is that uh Mrs. Tsukino, uh Mama, mm-hmm. uh just has no time for this. <laughs> like she is at the point where she is telling Yusagi, like, look, just don't fail your classes. That's all I want. And then when Yusagi bursts into tears, as she is prone to doing, mom, like, she just opens one eye from her pleading face and then is just immediately like, I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have to, you know, I sort of have to side with Usagi on this conversation a little bit 
because this is the day after the test. Like, come on, let me read my comic book. Like, this is the day after. This isn't the day before. This isn't the day of. Let me relax. Unlike the original American dub where they she's yelling at her because she has a test the next day. Which actually makes more sense, right? If you're reading comic books and laughing like a hyena on the couch and you have a test tomorrow. Uh, Luna tells her that education is important. Uh, Usagi says that uh, it's easy for her to say she's a cat. This is one Uh, of the best parts of the show. Once again, I am confused by whether Luna is a cat or a people. She's a cat, but she, but then she, as she points out, she's like, hey, I'm a cat, but I have work to do, man. I do stuff all the time. I'm looking for the moon pudding and I'm, <laughs> and I'm doing all sorts of things. So, and then I gotta say, the moon pudding, <laughs> you know what I mean? Couple mm-hmm. episodes ago. Uh, and then she jumps up on the table to find out that. Uh, Yusaki was secretly reading manga again instead of studying. And um, Yes, so secretly. Really secretly. She well, had it right on top. Yeah, but Luna's on the ground, so she can't tell. And again, I, I can't really describe this very well, but um it's so funny. This is this is this is an episode where so much of it so much comes from the the uh, sound of the actors' voices and the expressions they put on the characters' faces and the incredible exaggerations that they're able to do in the animation. Uh, There's a lot of physical comedy in this episode, which is yeah, great, the, especially the because it comes from like like it comes from a a girl talking to a cat <laughs> and, and the cat being like fed up with it. Uh, just, I will say, and just her faces this episode yeah. are amazing. Yeah, this is one of the like. I would say that if you're going to watch, if you, I don't know why you would be listening to the show if you haven't watched Sailor Moon, to be honest. Can I tell uh, you something? Get, we're going real deep on this. I don't know if this is going to be anyone's intro to Sailor Moon. Although someone did tell me that they were watching uh, along with us for the first time. I no, uh, I actually got, uh, was talked to by a gentleman who I used to know, uh, who I still know, but who I, I knew from college, uh, who whose wife is big into Sailor Moon. But he he listens to the show every week but refuses to watch the series. <laughs> he listens to our detailing of Sailor Moon, and that is his experience of Sailor Moon. Well, look, oh, it's wow. basically the same. <laughs> if not better. Oh, dear. Uh, I, I will say, uh, I do love that Luna's big defense for, uh, you know, you saw he's like, hey, you don't have to do anything. You're a cat. And Luna's like, hey, I work really hard trying to find the moon princess. And it's like, yeah, maybe you want to bring up something that you're not completely failing at right now, Luna. A little, a little. Yeah, bunny moon. I'm trying to find princess moon. Um, and then, but then she starts to give Sailor Moon a hard time that she's not out also looking for the princess. Right. When she's also somehow supposed to be focusing on academics. And I don't know, how do you even go out and find a princess? Just start shaking people. Yeah. That's, that's, that's basically what the Dark Kingdom starts doing eventually. <laughs> like, they, I, like, when we get to the part of the show where the Dark Kingdom is actively looking for the Moon Princess, they are going to the most ridiculous lengths. It is amazing, but we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Luna goes to the uh, game center, the one where Motoki works, uh, and goes and talks to the Sailor V game. And mm-hmm. this, I don't think, has really been explained in Sailor Moon. Uh, it's a holdover from Codename Sailor V, where uh, Minako was really terrible at fighting. So Luna and Artemis, I guess, uh had a video game made, like an arcade cabinet, and uh, sent it to the game center. 
so that uh, Minako could practice. So that when Minako plays the video game, she actually gets better at fighting as, as Sailor V. This yeah. is some you know, some old boy stuff going on here. It's really it's it's really super <laughs> weird. Uh, also, uh, spoiler warning: can, can I spoil something for several episodes from now? I suppose, yeah. Uh, Artemis apparently lives inside the video game. Yes. <laughs> Wait, yes, what? It's true. He's yes. in there. Yes, that's who yeah. she, that's who she's talking to. I know that's who she's talking to, but I thought it was like over a video chat or something. No, I'm like I am pretty sure, it, it, and if I am remembering wrong, feel free to correct me on this. No, I'm no, sure I'm, I'm like, remembering it this way too. That yeah, he's there's like, like a little office. Yeah. There's a little office inside the machine because that's <laughs> yeah. where the that's where the, the the Luna pin comes from in the manga. Exactly. The the mercury pen. No, the Luna pen and the, the Luna pen what? and the mercury pen. Oh, because both of them. The, that's when she gets the Luna pen in the manga because the she the uh, Amy Chan gets the high score. And then so her prize is is the mercury pen comes out. And then Usagi is like, I want a prize, too. So she kicks the machine and then the Luna pen comes out. The scene in the manga is amazing. It I mean, really is. I, 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 I kind of want to wait till we get to it in the show. But OK, yeah, we'll be uh, there soon. It's not that far. OK, okay. so uh, cut to Luna the next tells, day at school, right? What's that? Cut to the next day at school. Well, Luna oh, tells Artemis that she's checking out uh, this that. Amy Mizuno. She tells mysterious computer voice. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Luna tells the boss, the <laughs> mysterious computer boss, who is definitely not a white cat wearing a Bluetooth headset. <laughs> uh, as we will find out in roughly 15 weeks. Uh, we go back to school where uh, they are hanging out next to the bulletin board. It's uh, it's Yusagi, it's Naru, and it's the uh, short girl. Well, wait, wait, just qu- which, really, which really brief. Which gets cut completely from the dubbed. The oh, big board. Well, the board does, yeah. But 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 hold on. Before we get to oh. that, just really quick. Do we know how Luna knows about Amy? She senses her. She senses things. Okay. She, she says kind of there's, goes- there's some energy coming from, from Amy. Okay. Because yeah. that's another one that in the dub, they, they have the boss tell Luna about Amy. They go, right. we, we have some information. Check this girl out. Right. Which, again, sort of makes more sense because it's just very random that Luna's like, uh, there's a girl. Check, something. Yeah, I was when she was playing with a computer and she's like, here's this girl that I feel strange energy around. And then she presses three little buttons and Amy's picture pops up, and I'm like, "How did she do that? Where did she get that picture from?" <laughs> She's accessing the school database. Mm-hmm. In the manga, uh, you don't. There's no conversation between Luna and the boss. Uh, you just see Luna in the game center uh, on a computer with with her paws on a keyboard, which is adorable. Yep. Uh, and she's just like, there's no dialogue on the page. She's just typing in a picture of, of Luna or a picture of Amy comes up. So you don't know whether she's uh, investigating her to be the next Sailor Scout or whether she's uh, looking at her because she might be a monster. I mean, obviously, the title of the story is Amy, comma, Sailor Mercury. So mm-hmm. I, that's why they and changed so, it to the so, girl's a monster. And so, we, and so we know from the manga, her birthday is September 10th and her September blood 10th. type is A. Blood type A. She is a Virgo. Age 14. Right, exactly. <laughs> wow, that's pretty young. So then we cut to the boards, like you said. It's and they cut- just Sailor Moon. Yeah. And I thought she was 15. No, she's... No. She, it says it in the beginning of every episode, <laughs> I, George. I'm a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> right. My blood type is O. Right. My, my Sounds familiar. is a pearl. Sounds First familiar. Sounds familiar. pearl. Yeah, it rings a bell. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. So we cut to the next day. They're finding out their scores. 
I don't think we even hear specifically how Usagi did. I, I can assume it's not well. Yeah, um, not, not good. <laughs> but, but they're discussing the fact that Amy did the best in the school. What's that? Not just the school? No, she did the best in the country. That's the high. I mean, well, first of all, which is kind of weird because I would assume the highest score that you could get would be like 100. Well, in the in the manga, you actually see the grades and she got a 500. Oh, uh, Yukiko Nagata only got a 499. OK, well, there you go. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's, not, that's not percent, though. That's just that's <laughs> no, you can't score. get 500 <laughs> percent. No, it's like on the SAT, how you can get like a 1600, I think. Right. I think they, they took a big. I think they took oh. a big test. Well, that was that was the SAT when we took it. Now you can get a 2400. What? It is the uh, according to the manga, it is the 10th national practice test. Oh, it's yeah. a, just a practice. So, so the now, whole the whole country, well, these are the practice tests for the college entrance exams. Got it. So, yeah, the whole country takes it the same day. Well, and the, is very organized. Is it the is it the high school entrance exams? Aren't they in high school? No, they're, no, they're middle they're school. They're middle school. So, it's probably their high school entrance exams. So anyway, she no, did no, the you're best. You're right. You're right. No, you know, folks. I hope right. you enjoy tuning in for this great discussion of Japanese <laughs> school systems. That's how you have to take it. No, no, exam. you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's for the high school entrance exams. You're right. So she did so, the best in the entire country, and then then you get the weirdest thing about this scene, yes. which is that uh, you've got a shot of three girls talking. Yes. And then Umino emerges essentially from beneath Naru's skirt. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's where he was. <laughs> and, Naru yeah. does not appreciate this at all. Yeah, my mo- my note says, where was Melvin? Uh, no idea. Yeah, because, like, best case scenario, he's coming from behind Naru. There, like... There is no room behind Naru. Naru's no. a very slim young girl. No, it's preposterous. <laughs> I mean, it's a trick of animation. It's ridiculous. He uh, just pops say, up out of nowhere. I watched the new dub of this one, and I was really frustrated with this scene. Why? Because uh, they gave the third girl, the girl uh, who's never had a boyfriend from the uh, the Love Letters episode, mm-hmm. they gave her a Brooklyn accent. What? And she's oh, talking wow. to Naru. And oh, I was wow. very upset by this. Yeah, See, this is why I can't handle it. That's Molly's voice. Stop what you're doing. This is why I can't <laughs> handle the new dub, man. I can't do it. I, I, I will say, uh, as the new dub goes on, I, I, it is growing on me. I really like the voices. Uh, especially, Usagi is getting a lot of really good character in her voice. Um, okay. Amy, I think, is, is actually kind of bland, unfortunately. But I'm looking to see how she plays with the other Sailor Scouts. Because I think that kind of, you know, Amy's very reserved. So that might work. Uh, well, so, she, has a, she has a Virgo, you know. <laughs> exactly. So Umino so pops out with the intel about Amy, which is... What? What? Does she... She well, has an IQ of 300. An IQ of 300, yeah. And, and immediately, like you do in middle school, you start bad-talking the, the the girl who's doing right. better than you at everything. Yeah, I'm getting confused between the two versions we watch. Right, because in this version, they're talking about how smart she is. And they're like, yeah, but you know what? She probably thinks she's better than everybody else because she's smarter. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it's like. That yeah, she does. She does. That's what she thinks, which is like, what? Although it's, <laughs> although it's, it's interesting because they, in the... Uh, they sort of reverse it between the subbed and the dubbed. In the subbed, like all the other girls are being like, she probably's a snob, and 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 Serena's like, I well Usagi is like, I don't I don't know. Well, I, how can you, you? We don't know her. Um, and then in the dubbed is the complete opposite, where where Serena's like, I bet she's a total total snob, and the other girls are like, Serena, don't jump to conclusions. <laughs> it's like what, what in the in the sub they all that's this is where they call her a brain school reject. 
because she, they talk they, instead of talking about her being a uh, in the uh, dubbed in the in the dubbed not the subbed. That's, is that the, not what I said? Okay, sorry. Because in the dubbed, dub, they make her a transfer student for no reason at all. Well, because instead well, because of the we test, haven't seen her. Right, before. instead of the no! test. Because there are only three children in the school who have names. <laughs> so say, if we're going to have a fourth, she's got to come from somewhere. They say that she, yeah, they say she transferred in from a really smart school. And then they're Brighton like, Academy. The Brighton Academy. But then they're like, oh, but she probably got kicked out. So they, they decide that she's a, a brain school reject. A brain school reject. That is because yeah. that's a thing that people say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Serena is super mean in the dubbed, and she is not at all in the subbed. Um, well, oh. she's she is. I mean, you're right. She's she is gossiping. I mean, and then we have the yeah, we have the moment where uh, Amy turns and looks at them, and they all have to fake laugh like they were talking about something else. Well, because <laughs> I mean, I, look, I understand why they would be talking about Amy because if she's if she's not a transfer student, then presumably she's been going to this school for at least two years and when we inter- our introduce her she is staring out a window in the throes of melancholia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she doesn't uh, have any friends because no one wants to be friends well, because all she girl. does is study because she yeah. wants to be a doctor so bad that she probably makes collages of inspirational panels for manga excuse me <laughs> I'm just uh, no. I'm just saying this will probably yeah, yeah. what it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you I know- will say um, on the subject of Amy's IQ. Amy's IQ of 300. Uh, it sounds really impressive, but uh, guys, Common Writer had an IQ of 600. Whoa! What? Which, by the way, is ridiculous. Who? He's a Who? dirt ba- a dirt bike superhero from Japan. What? Okay, no. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like look, three hundred okay. is ridiculous too. Yeah, six hundred isn't real. Yeah, six six hundred is just fake. Is yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that on it's the scale? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I got and I got an SAT score of uh, five thousand. So everybody, <laughs> are you adding up every time you took it? That's it. Yeah. Hey. I, I love. I, I do love the idea of both uh, Naoko Takeuchi and uh, Shotaro Ishinomori sitting around and going, "What's a really smart person's IQ?" <laughs> and, and, and Naoko Takeuchi went like, "Oh, well, if the average person is like a hundred, then Amy's like three times smarter than the average person. She's like three hundred. That's like really right. smart." There you go. And well, then, they couldn't. They couldn't Google it. I mean, life was hard back then. And then Ishinomori going, yeah, Kamen Rider's probably six times smarter than the average person. <laughs> he's probably got an IQ of 600, and he's a dirt bike rider. He's pretty cool. There it's you like go. such a like. I bet so, I bet he's got a leather jacket and a skateboard. He doesn't have a skateboard. He does have a dirt bike, which is also I would say pretty cool. <laughs> so, uh, quick question about the scene: Do you know why Melvin is doing Melvin Umino is doing James Bond pose? Because uh, he's a dork. What do you mean? When is he doing the James Bond? Pose? He pops out oh, for, when he's when he, he's got his hand up. Yeah, he's gun. he's doing like uh, Sean Connery holding his gun pose. That's a, that read to me more like an Adam West Batman thinking pose. Oh, interesting. Because that's yeah. that's how Adam West uh, comes to his conclusions. <laughs> in, uh, okay. Yeah, time. yeah. He's doing where he's doing the little gun sign, right? Yeah. He's got the, the the thumb up by his face. That that's yep. I, I, I that seems very Batman to me. It's pretty okay. cool. I Unless he James really Bond. is doing a gun thing, and then that is way more James Bond. Unless he's trying to be a pew pew. You know. No. Uh, we find out that Amy attends a uh, a new cram school, uh, or as the manga calls it, a new night school called the Crystal Seminar. Yeah. Uh, which at best sounds like a pyramid scheme, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and at worst 
they might as well have just called it the Dark Kingdom Seminar. Yes. They should have. Why not? It, they call it, they, they name things the Dark Moon or the Dark Kingdom things all the time. Why even bother? They say, they say to, uh, they say to each student, each of you have to get at least two other students. And for each student you bring in, I don't know, you get a better grade. Each you bring in, we will, we will suck their energy and put them <laughs> comatose in pods in the basement. Wait, that doesn't that's work as a pyramid scheme. They'll be very uh, relaxed. Some of their energy. Very relaxed. <laughs> we also find out that the uh, the crystal seminar is very expensive, but that Amy is rich uh, because her mother is a doctor. That's true. And so uh, she, uh. but regardless, she has a scholarship because she has a uh, an IQ of three hundred. I was going to say six hundred. Uh, I don't yeah. want to oversell Amy. Yeah, let's not go crazy. Yeah, not like Shitaro Ishinomori. Um, where were we? So what happens next? Uh, it's, it's sort of all blending together. Is the next scene the walking home scene? Uh, is uh, Usagi fantasizing about her mother torturing her for bad grades? Right, yep. She's walking home. She's so sad. She knows she's going to get uh, in trouble. Uh, she walks down the street as she passes... Yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead. Well, and this is and this is the scene then where where Luna falls out of the sky like an angel. Yes, yes, because Usagi's uh, walking and she looks down a street. She's passing and she sees Amy walking. She's like, "Oh, there's there's that girl, Amy." And she starts watching. That I her. was just gossiping about. Yeah, I was just two gossiping seconds about ago. Her. And she starts watching her for no reason, <laughs> and it's funny that she does because at that moment Luna pounces on Amy's head uh, like a cat is want to do and All the time. this is a wonderful moment because again this is another moment where luna is overcome by her own catness uh, because she pounces on amy's head thinking this girl might be a monster and amy reacts by going oh you're adorable and and like scratching under her chin and being like oh a little cute cat and luna's like yeah this is nice wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> like, this feels really good oh wait i'm not a cat <laughs> she is a cat exactly um so then uh and and as you, as you said, uh, Amy's like, oh, I wish I could own you. I wish I could take you home, but I have an apartment or something like that. She lives in a condo. She lives in a condo. Which why why would you not be allowed to have cats in a condo? Well, well I, I can't have cats in my uh, my apartment building. Right, but in a condo, you own it, right? I, I guess so. I don't know. It's weird. At any well, rate, when you uh, when you own a condo, though, there's usually there's there's rules about uh, like. Like we have friends who have a condo, and and remember they have rules about when they can have decorations up for Halloween. Is that a condo? I thought that was for... just an apartment. Anyway, it's, no, it's a condo. Anyway, anyway. point is anyway. she can't have a cat, uh, and it's just, which is fine because I don't know why she just thinks she can just take any cat off the street. Serena runs up and is like, "Haha, hello, that's my cat. <laughs> please uh, don't steal my cat. <laughs> please don't steal my cat." <laughs> Uh, and that's when she, when she says that there is not a moment in this scene where uh, Usagi flips out and starts crying because Luna is being petted by another girl. <laughs> like that is every time I watch this, even though I've seen this episode multiple times in multiple formats, I always expect that to happen. Like I always expect there to be a scene where like, oh, Usagi's going to cry because <laughs> Luna is betraying her. No, instead, she, <laughs> this is when Amy says the thing about the angel. Uh, oh, I th- like, I th- what did she say? Like, were you an angel? I like, I thought you were an angel. And it was like, what? Are you like mental? Okay, good. Cat is an angel. Um, and this begins, this begins their friendship. They start uh, chatting and walking together and talking together. Because Usagi realizes that uh, anyone who can uh, appreciate an adorable cat is probably not a, a snob. Oh, except that also we get, again, one of the most ridiculous, exaggerated faces in the world. Those eyeballs are wonderful. Of Usagi going, if I become friends with her, she can help me on tests. 
At which point her eyeballs melt <laughs> down actually, the sides of her. I literally just put a screen cap of that on Twitter as as I was watching the scene because she is making. There are a lot of ridiculous faces in this scene, and it's great because Amy is walking like they're walking next to each other, and Amy just looks completely normal, and Usagi is making the weirdest faces. That the show has done so far. And if I remember correctly, not only is Usagi making it, but her little devil in her head when she thinks about being naughty is also making that face. Amazing. It's amazing. It was like, why do you even need that? You're already making that face. Why do you also need the little devil in your brain and say, like, you two are? Sorry. It was funny. Agreed. So. Uh, so so Yusagi, for her own selfish reasons, is like, I'm going to befriend this girl. Uh, Luna is like, yes, good. Keep talking to her. She's probably a monster. Uh, now, now, the the thing is, uh, Yusagi, I was too busy uh, screen capping the bizarre face she makes. Does she give her specific reason for wanting to be friends with Amy? I thought she said because she wants to, she, she could help her on tests. Well, yeah. Well, in the manga, she actually says uh, that she wants to become friends with Amy so that she can teach her what part of the textbooks will be on the test. She doesn't even want, like, help studying. She wants, like, an, another shortcut. Right. Of course. That's all she I, really wants at all. She, her, look, it's her hobby. Take the easy way out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, this is her engaging in almost all of her hobbies. because Yusagi's the best. She is the best. She is so great. On, on, if you look in the manga, actually, she's making those exact same eyes. She has melty oh, eyes she? in the manga, too. Oh, that's yeah. really weird. She, because yeah, She doesn't have the weird face. She does have devil horns and a tail, though. No, no, but she has the she has the eyes. She has the melty eyes. Well, she doesn't have the mouth, I mean. She doesn't have the the mouth. mouth. She doesn't have the mouth, but she has she she doesn't have those the, v, the V mouth. But she does have the melty eyes. And she's like, you know, maybe she'll, she'll teach me how to get straight A's. So, so... <laughs> So then do they go to the they go to play video games as uh, as you do to make friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um although although before right before that happens Luna makes that most adorable face with the with the gritted teeth oh, and the, yeah, that's like, and the flattened eyes. That's a super weird face. It's adorable. What makes her make that? Why does she make that face? Uh probably because uh <laughs> uh Yusagi goes, "Hey, do you want to go play video games?" and then Luna goes, "Uh she might be a monster." <laughs> okay. Um, now, uh, Amy has never played video games before in her life. Um, yeah, Amy, there's a lot of things Amy seems to have not done in her life, which we'll get to in the next episode. But yes. uh. <laughs> She's never played video games. So we cut to Usagi playing the Sailor V game. <laughs> and again, the art of this episode. She is spazzing out playing this game. She is so furiously playing this game. Yeah, not her doing eyes well. have turned into weird little diagonals she's like possessed by satan playing this game <laughs> uh and she she loses and uh she's like well you know <laughs> i that's not the best i've ever done but uh you know i'm pretty good at it so there you are you want to try then amy sits down right and is immediately destroyed she's crushing it because which that's, is weird <laughs> that's I how mean, games look, work as <laughs> we all know if you're super smart, right. you're really good at video games. And if you're really good at video games, like I am, you're also probably a super genius with an IQ of 300. <laughs> it's, right. It, it's like, it's like the, what it, basically what it is, is it's like she, she's like Neo and she's like seeing the matrix of the video game. She's like, well, oh, if this you, is easy. If you look in the manga, that literally happens. Wait, really? 
She yeah, sees the there's, matrix. There's a picture of her watching the screen, and then there's just like her, her eyes fill up with numbers. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious, right? I Before believe you. She yeah, gets yeah. To play no, the game. she sees the code. Yeah, she sees the code. She le- like she legit sees the matrix. So yeah, she's she sits down. <laughs> she sits down at the Sailor V game. Goes, I I understand the coding of this game. Therefore, I know how to play it perfectly. Oh, yeah. From looking <laughs> at the graphics, <laughs> like right. you do, like you do, like you do. And she decimates this game. Uh, no, no, I have a problem with this. Okay, like I am like like because because we already know we already know Amy's smart. She's number one in the nation. Yes. At the at the national practice test for the high school entrance exam. She has an IQ of 300. This has already been established. And and the reason that is, is because she spends literally all of her time studying. She goes from, from regular school to cram school to home to study to regular school to cram school. That is her – that's her day to day. Yes. We're, I mean, well, yeah, we're about to li- – because basically, yeah, she, she, she does so well at the game and she, then all of a sudden she goes, oh, I have to go to cram school. Runs off yeah. and goes, you saw I go he, every day. I go every day. at school. Because all Usagi does is read manga and play video games. Usagi should be awesome at the Sailor <laughs> game, and Amy should be terrible at it. That's the moral. If you if you if you want to be good at video games, study more. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, saying. Like, no, I, I just feel like uh, uh, Usagi should have more completely useless skills. Well, than that's anyone else. you know what she agrees with you because as she watches. <laughs> She watches Amy's score go up and up and up. At first, she's like, oh, yeah, you, you're getting lucky. That's great. And then she's like, Duh, oh, man, how is this happening? Well, you, uh, you have you have to hand it to Usagi, right? Because this entire episode is like Amy is better at her than her at absolutely everything. But she's, she is not, like, demoralized. I mean, she's, you know, momentarily like, oh, you know, like teardrop face. But, you know, but she's not overall like, well, I'm going to go jump off a bridge now. Like, she's just like, I'm still happy. That's because uh, Usagi has uh, this amazingly enthusiastic apathy. Yeah, it's true. It's it's this this thing where she doesn't care about anything, where she's really excited about not caring about anything. Like, I think she might have, like, the secret to happiness and life conquered. Uh, We get one of my favorite scenes in this episode. Uh, Jordan, you mentioned that uh, as soon as Amy sets the high score, she realizes that she's going to be late for cram school. Right. Uh, But in the time that she's been setting the high score, a crowd has gathered, and it is a a crowd of what appear to be adult men. (laughs) (laughs) Who are hanging out in an arcade. Yeah, Uh, that's true. Good point. And they have formed a a clutch around these two 14-year-old girls uh, that... Amy that, and that, that's uh, not creepy. That's not creepy. Oh no, no. it's super creepy. <laughs> and Amy and Usagi have to literally squeeze their way out of this crowd of dopes. But that's uh, the thing; they really care more about the game. Yeah, They're not even and interested they stay in the girl. And they stay focused on the on game. game. Uh, just like staring at the high score and the initials, uh, blocking everything. Which I think, like, that is uh, if if you want a visual metaphor for what gamers are actually like. <laughs> Uh, that is a perfect one. Well, you know, this is the, the, the birth rate <laughs> in Japan is steadily going down, and now we understand why. Uh, so Amy runs out, Usagi runs out after her, uh, and then Motoki stops her, and, he, and, and she's like, oh, did you, you want to talk did you, to me? Did you stop me because you're madly in love with me? That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> um, nope. 
Uh, Usagi, you dropped this uh, computer disc. No, that's not mine. Uh No, the weird thing is, uh, in the in the anime, it is a it's a floppy. Yeah, uh, which is hilarious because when I watched this with my girlfriend, her question was, "What the hell is that?" No, no. How young is your girlfriend? She she is she is twenty three. Is she fourteen? Are you sure? No, she's not. My girlfriend is not fourteen. She's twenty three. Uh, the funny thing is, in the manga, in the manga, it's a CD. Really? Yeah, it's definitely. Which a CD I don't know why they would change that to a floppy disk. Uh, because that all that does is make it even like more dated. Right. Are you are you sure about that? It's I'm looking at the manga. It's a disc. It's a floppy. No, it's, it's a. Is it? They... Yeah, go back to the manga. Wait, this which... is a floppy. No, it's a CD. I've got it in my hands right now. I've got the original uh, one that's the left to right guys, manga that guys, I bought back in the 90s. They updated the manga? They must have. Because I'm, I'm holding the original one, the one that came out from MIXX Mix, way back one. Yeah, I've got the my versions are the Kodansha, the new version. Oh they, my god, they must have updated the manga. They updated the manga. Because I'm looking at the original manga that came out when I was a teenager. That's crazy. It's a, wow. And it's a floppy disk. So okay. Bunny gets a floppy disk. Serena or Yusagi gets a CD. What does Serena get? Serena, well, Serena right here gets a, a, a floppy disk as well. Okay. So, uh, so that's she... crazy. What I wonder what else they changed in the manga now that we know that they've done that. <laughs> now you have to compare and contrast every every ah, page. That's gonna... Didn't you do? Didn't you do that with the Harry Potter books, the English and American books? Shut up. (laughs) Anyway, so we also we also kind of skipped over it. I mean, I mean, I know we talked about it earlier, but this is the scene in the uh, in the manga where, since this is the second chapter of the manga, this is where the Luna Pin comes from, and it comes from uh, a prize coming out of the machine, which is the Mercury Pin, and then uh, Usagi (laughs) flipping out and just beating up the machine and going. Going, come on, give me another one for free. And yeah, at least in my version, it says, if you kick the machine, it gives you extra prizes. (laughs) Like, this is a normal thing? (laughs) Like, I mean, like, I thought it was weird that it gave you prizes at all. Like, this is one of the glimpses of uh, the manga version of Yusagi being kind of a shitty kid. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, she'll just like... Is. Like she's kicking Kick. it and punching it at the same time. Like she is beating this, she's wailing on it. Which is weird. Do you think if there was any place that you saw it would be on her best behavior, it would be at the uh, the game center where her handsome prince lives? Yeah, yeah. Well, and he freaks out in the next scene in the manga. He's like, "What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> please, please stop kicking my expensive uh, arcade cabinet." I remember and, when I was reading Amy the manga. Finds it funny she's laughing in the manga she's laughing at this at this destruction of of property i remember when i read the when i read that or maybe even (laughs) when i was watching crystal or both i I was sitting there going because as you know uh it's the second episode it's this is where you see them getting these things for the first time and i was used to luna giving them these things from the from the the show we're watching right now and from the earlier episodes so i was sitting there going is luna is luna hiding in there is like luna dropping Pens, because because we do know from watching the show that all magical items come from the Luna's butt powder that yeah. comes out of Luna. Well, no, it's I mean the, the Luna butt glitter. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, but there might in fact be another magical cat who lives in that arcade right. machine right. that we were in talking version, about earlier. Right. In that version. Oh, so this comes from Artemis's butt glitter. Yeah, what's what's really <laughs> impressive is that Artemis can do a backflip inside that arcade machine. <laughs> 
Uh, so although it's although we are still calling it the Luna Pen, which it is not. <laughs> it's the transformation pen, but it, it will always be the Luna Pen to me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Usagi gets the the floppy disk and goes to return it to Amy. And then she runs into this motherfucker again. No, not yet, not yet. Because first, first, don't we get Amy at at school? Wait, Jordan, we're already like fifty minutes into this episode. We got okay. Gotta well, you're right. Let's go. Along. Let's go. Let's go. You're right. Uh, uh, Amy goes to school. Usagi goes to the school, the Crystal Seminar, to find her. And fucking Mamoru shows up. Uh, the best, like the best scene like of his does. ever. The best scene and, of his and, ever. And again, introduces himself with an insult. Uh, mm-hmm. Usagi is looking at the sign, going, "Oh, we got to get into the Crystal Seminar." And he goes, "You actually want to study, Miss Bunhead?" And then she turns around and says, "Hey, stop creeping up on me." And he, <laughs> and in the most MRA pickup artist asshole thing he could say, he goes, "I'd hardly call it creeping." <laughs> and then he tips his fedora and creeps away. Oh, no. Yeah. Then he says, <laughs> then he says the amazing line. Yes. Is that cat just talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, and everyone starts to sweat. <laughs> Luna and Serena both freak out and then like run like, like Looney Tunes characters run <laughs> out cloud of, of dust. Yeah. Literally cloud of dust. And then you see them run into another shot and then they do like the <gasps> Well and they turn around and look. Oh they yeah, first they turn and look, and look and halfway he's through. Looking at them and then they book it again. <laughs> and then they do the um and then she goes, Oh, he makes me so mad and he made me forget that I was supposed to give her the disc. Oh well. And then Luna goes, Let's go to a computer let's go to the school and uh look up what's on that disc. Because I still think she's a monster. So then right. we get Luna using a computer. And actually, wait, am I wrong? Uh, is this the one where Usagi makes fun of her and is like, you don't know how to use a computer? And Luna's like, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Um, well, and here's and here's the thing. In, uh, I don't in, know anything about computers. And then the next thing we see is Luna adorably mm-hmm. putting the disc in and then typing. And well, Luna saying, well, nowadays you're expected to use a computer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> You continue to suck at everything. It's amazing you don't jump off a bridge. Um, <laughs> also, you're going to get fat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How is Serena happy ever? Um, this is in the manga. This is the second instance of uh, Usagi beating on a machine and it helping. Because uh, in, the, in the anime, they just put in the disc and somehow they have hotwired this computer to not treat it like a regular disc but to you know speak the subliminal messages out to you whereas in the manga they put it in and it just does what it does it's a it's a disc they're like oh it's just has practiced questions on it and then usagi wails on the computer like like you know there's probably a hidden message and she starts beating up the computer <laughs> And that's what makes the subliminal message verbalized. I mean, the, the thing is, in in the in the anime, the dark dark kingdom is just not that subtle. They just go, "Give us your energy." <laughs> Give and us it works. your energy. That's all they need to do. It doesn't need but, to be uh, subliminal. Yeah, it's but it's actually subliminal in the in the manga, and and Bunny has to beat up the machine, the computer. So, so now that they know Amy's disc has evil on it, they're like, obviously, Amy's evil. Um, Clearly, let's go. <laughs> They run back to the school, and then in the most stupid, useless use of the transformation pen in the history of the show, Usagi just is like, well, they're not going to let a student walk into a school. 
That would be absurd. That would be crazy. So I'm going to pretend to be a doctor. I'm going to be a doctor from University Hospital. And she runs in going, there's a, there's somebody sick. I have to go in because someone's sick. Gets into the classroom for like one second. Sees Amy and sure. then goes, okay, now I'm going to be Sailor Moon. I'm going to transform to Sailor Moon. There's, There's another no- really important difference here between the uh, the anime and the manga, I think. Is that is what it in is? In the anime, uh, when Usagi transforms into a doctor, she she kind of looks like a doctor. She's got a lab coat. She's got a sensible dress. Heels, which I, I don't – I mean, Devin, you would be able to speak to this. <laughs> there are a lot of doctors in heels. It seems like that would be uncomfortable. It depends where you're working, actually, whether you're in a clinic or if you're in the hospital. Uh, she also gets a different haircut. She gets a, a very, I think, a very nice looking uh, shorter haircut. In the manga, when she <laughs> says, uh, change me into a doctor, she turns into Usagi with the meatballs and the, the 12 foot long ponytails in a Halloween sexy nurse costume. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. At least she does get a stethoscope in the manga, though. It, yeah, but it is like, it is a, it's essentially a go-go dress and a stethoscope. <laughs> it's really, it's true. It's so true. And her exact hairstyle. Like, there is, like, I love, I love the Luna pen. I love the transformation pen. Uh, but it is, it it sure is something in the manga. <laughs> like it's, think- it's just, it's a fast costume change pen. I mean, honestly, she could use that thing if she's running late in the morning and be like, transform me into a middle school student, and it would just get her dressed. I, I, I do <laughs> think a good idea. In the manga, uh, reinforces, uh, uh, reinforces my idea that the pen transforms her into what a child's idea of things are. Yeah. Because uh, she looks like, you know, oh, this is Barbie's nurse outfit. Yeah. Two true. really quick notes on this. One is that, first of all, in the original uh, dub, they they apparently looked at her and went, eh, doesn't look like a doctor to me. Uh, <laughs> she transforms into a school superintendent. Right, yes. Which in is, a lab coat. <laughs> well, in a, in a white blazer. I don't know. Uh, second thing being, I love the idea that she transforms into Sailor Moon in front of this entire classroom. But it's okay, because the classroom of, of students are going to be going, Sailor Moon is really this doctor. <laughs> I've yeah. seen her. She's got like, you know, blonde hair down to here, lab coat. This doctor turns into Sailor Moon. Well, in a, in American comics, she would be called Doctor Moon. Oh, there you go. There you so go. There you go. <laughs> so now we begin the the Sailor Moon fight part of the uh, of the uh, of the episode. Uh, right. Uh, the well, the and, and Proctor. also let's. I mean, let's mention the the differences too. Where oh, in in you know in Japan, she goes to cram school every day. In America, we don't know what cram school is, so she's going to a computer class and only twice and a week. And and yeah, and only twice a week for three hours a day, which I mean, of course, obviously, both of these things elicit the same reaction in the video because it's the same video where Usagi's like, what? Just <laughs> freaking out at the very idea of going to school after school. Um, and in the uh, in the in the Japanese version of it, you know, she doesn't have her disc and she's just like, why? Well, I, I prefer not. You know, it gives me a headache. Which is like, ooh, she's sensitive to the subliminal signals. Whereas in the in the American one, um, she doesn't have the disc, and uh, then the teacher puts her in charge of the class. Oh yeah, that's the really weird part. She goes, yeah, the teacher goes, I want you to run the class for no reason whatsoever. And that way, when when the superintendent comes into the classroom, she goes, who's in charge here? And Amy stands up and is like, what do you what do you want? Um, yeah. I actually, th- there's a part <laughs> in the manga too where you see Amy trying to use the disc, and she's like, no, nah, it's not working. I just have to do it the old fashioned way. And so she breaks out her 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 pen, her mercury pen, her mercury and starts pen. taking notes on paper, which and I really like yeah. because. 
it's when a we pen. first hear about Crystal Seminar, the uh, the idea, one of the things that's mentioned in in the manga is that the coursework is so fun that you don't even know you're learning. Like it, it's not even like work. Uh, but when we see uh, Amy doing it, it's like she's so dedicated that like even though she can't do the fun part, she's like, well, I just gotta I gotta get through it, I guess. <laughs> that's that's actually one of my absolute favorite uh it's 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 sort of it's very large on and and central in my collage is uh is when when she she is trying to use the disc and she's just like uh this isn't working for me you know uh good old-fashioned note-taking is better and she's and she's using the pen um i yeah i don't know i just i love that that scene that speaking of being devoted though the monster is also really devoted to education because uh the monster turns into garabin the guardian of knowledge uh and we get probably the best fight scene in the show yes she starts quizzing sailor moon while she fights her yes what's what's the first question oh my god that's amazing oh yeah the first question is why does uh, isaac newton why does the apple fall out of the tree and she's like you should ask the apple (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because she's oh, this scene is so much better dumb. in the dub than in the dub. In oh yeah, the dub, this scene sucks. Yeah, the in the dub subbed, is, this is hilarious. It where it's like you know, physical damage is you know might might you know be be bad or not for for Sailor Moon for Usagi, but oh my god, if you really want to damage her. Like, start asking her quiz questions. Like, that's the way to bring down Sailor Moon. Yeah, you have to ask an apple why it falls out of a tree. And then she says, like, a typhoon blew it out of the tree is her second guess. And then uh, Luna goes, it's because of gravity. And she's like, oh, yeah, gravity. Oh, you got that one right. Now explain gravity in a certain number of words. And she's like, that's not possible. (laughs) Yeah, she says, oh, explain the concept of gravity in 50 words or less. And Isagi, like, yes, that's not possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, not possible. I like this is th- this entire scene is amazing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's it, and it's not even like Yusagi's stupid, which she is. <laughs> uh, it's that she like she she's a kid like she never seems more like a kid than in this scene like even when she's crying to defeat monsters it's just like you know she got her test and just put her head on the desk (laughs) (laughs) uh it's it's really really great uh there's also the line from garabin which is offer up your genius energy to me yep that's yeah that's when she's trying to suck the energy out of uh, mercury and it won't work and it won't yeah. work because she hasn't been using the disc or at least that's that's the explanation in the manga well that's what she thinks i would assume it was also because she's a sailor scout but who knows right, well she yeah. says it's uh you stopped using the disc and uh amy says studying should be done on your own without the help of machines yes what what which which is just not true at all anymore. Yeah, like, good thing she doesn't live now. It's not a 2014 now. friendly statement because, you know, no. Google uh, yeah. is why. Incidentally, in the next episode, Amy will be given a uh, supercomputer. Computer. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that's good not, point. That's not for learning. That's for fighting evil. Fighting evil should be done with machines, but learning should not be done with machines. It's, it's important. It's a difference. So the monster not being able to get her energy says that she'll settle for taking her brain, right? Yeah. Yeah, which to me just conjures images that she's going to now like eat her brain like a zombie. Just, and then we get uh, Luna makes the mercury pen out of her butt. Uh, right. Oh, and by th- and by the way, Jordan, before before we go on, because I I know that uh, 
you know, how she has that, that sort of that crying scream that breaks glass that is in like the first episode and you yeah. never see again. In the manga, she does actually do that this time. She, she does, she cries and she breaks all the computers. Oh, interesting. Sailor Moon does. Yeah. So Luna scoots her the, 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 the mercury pen and goes, here, take this, uh, save this thing. Uh, Amy is totally on board with the talking cat giving her advice. Yep. Uh, does it, transforms into Mercury. Then she's like, use your Mercury bubbles. She's like, got it. Mercury bubbles, <laughs> which in this episode, uh, as bubbles, I guess, do, right? Make it foggy and cold. Sure. Let's accept that. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> Amy's, Amy's attack sucks. It does. It's the worst. It's just so stupid and pointless. It makes uh, which, it. Which, like, the setup for it, like, where she looks like she's charging up a Hadouken looks mm-hmm. awesome. And then, like, it's just, oh, it's foggy now. Like, and it only gets good when Jupiter shows up and it's like they start shooting lightning through the water. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Like, Amy doesn't get a good attack until, like, I mean, God, we're where we are now in the uh, releases. Like, she still doesn't have a decent attack. It's not going to be till next season, I don't think. Although in the in the manga, um, Amy doesn't even save the day in this. Like, they actually stole a really good day saving from Serena in the anime because in in the manga like the the mercury pen that she just has in her pocket activates and it makes everything cold but she does that unconsciously and it gets really cold and so then Serena sneaks up on this very cold creature and does a sailor moon kick which which is awesome awesome but but I will say I prefer the anime version because guess who's not in the anime version Fucking tuxedo mask. Yeah, no, that's true. He, he uh, is there providing moral support for the Sailor Moon King. Yeah, it gets super foggy and nobody knows, nobody can see through the fog. And so Serena just starts shouting, uh, Luna, Amy, where are you? And uh, tuxedo mask shows up and physically grabs uh, Usagi, puts her in front of the monster and says, now kick. <laughs> and uh, you get the awesome uh, full extension. Uh, oh man, kick, how is, is really she cool. that flexible? No one's that flexible. Come on now, what is she a cheerleader all of a sudden? Well, especially for someone who does nothing but read comics and uh, and play video games. Well, she's Magic. been playing that video game, and we know in Japan that that is a way to learn how to fight. Yeah. So but, wait, I, I actually really like the scene in the uh, in the anime because uh, friggin'. Uh, you like the, you, mask you like the bubbles? Up. No. Oh, yeah. uh, I also like. There's a really cool reveal in the manga, though. Like you said, uh, <laughs> uh, Mercury uses the the pen unconsciously to do the mercury bubbles, uh, and so we don't see her transform. And then eventually, when the uh, bubbles go away, we just see her in her uniform, uh, yeah, and everyone awesome. is very surprised by that, including Sailor Mercury. Yeah, yeah. Because in in the anime, she's like she becomes Sailor Mercury, and suddenly she's like. I'm, I know what to do. Like, I'm on it. Like, I have, I have, I, now I know. Like, I'm going to, in fact, tell Sailor Moon when it's time for her to take off her TR and throw it. Um, she, she becomes Sailor Mercury. Uh, she does the bubbles and then she's like, all right, Sailor Moon, do your thing. And it's like, what? Yeah. How do you know, what, how do you know her thing? Uh, like, she's what? got an IQ of 300, guys. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. She's put it together. She saw the tiara and went, that tiara looks like you can throw that, it and kill people. That the tiara looks, looks like, like it will turn into a magic disc that is for some reason called a boomerang. It is a floating football of doom. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then, uh, quickly, version is, because uh, we're basically done. They kill the monster. Uh, she's like, oh, I thought, uh, oh, 
and then we, then we cut straight to the the aftermath, right? We cut straight to the next day at school, and they're all happy. Do we um, even get that? Like, does it? Because yeah. the manga just ends there. No, there's there's a scene at the school where uh, where where um, they're like, all right, so now we're going to be Sailor Scouts together, and it's going to be great. And oh, Amy's right, like, right, they're on the roof or something. It's a real talking. awkward one because then. Serena's again still like, oh yeah, I'm gonna maybe she'll still help me with my tests and stuff. And Amy's like, yes, I look forward to fighting crime with you in the future. It's gonna be terrific. We're gonna kill monsters and hooray. And then Serena's all embarrassed because she's like, oh, I'm always awkward. No, she's like, I bet she'll be better at this than me too. And and it's like once again, and then the the the, the episode actually goes out with yes, Usagi, Amy Chan is better at everything. <laughs> <laughs> even your job, even sailor scouting. Uh, one last thing to note: uh, while the characters all pretty much have the same outfit in the uh, the anime, there are slight differences in the manga. And uh, Amy's outfit does not have sleeves. Uh, she is kind of rocking a tank top, sailor that, uniform. Because uh, let true, me tell you, sun's out, guns out. That's Amy's rule. Wait, wait. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna sound like a crazy person here, but Sailor Moon has sleeves. Well, yeah, she's yes, got the little Sailor things. Sailor Moon like has the... sleeves. Yeah, the little, the little bubble future sleeves, like oh, the like little bumpy things. Bright. Okay, I, I just, yeah, like up on her shoulder. They don't go very far down. No, they don't go very far. But okay. uh, but Amy doesn't have them at all. Oh, yeah. and she all of the, the scouts in the manga have slight differences to their costumes, which is kind of cool. Uh, but I imagine it would be a pain to animate, which right. is you know, I mean, you're seeing it in Crystal. Well, they have different. They have different shoes, I think, in the. In the anime, uh, well, yeah, they have different shoes. Uh, but like when okay. Ray shows up, Ray gets a, a jewel on her uh, belt. Oh yeah, uh, whatever you would call that arrow pointing at her crotch. <laughs> <laughs> That's her waistline. Uh, sure it is. So uh, yeah, uh, this was a super super funny episode. Yeah, it. I mean, I I do. I like to say that like the the filler episodes are the best episodes in many ways, but this is a really really good episode. Yeah, this one is highly highly recommended. Uh, I probably I mean uh, maybe not the best episode we've seen. Uh, there are there are other episodes that I prefer from the the earlier run uh, that that I've talked about really enjoying. Uh, but this like I, everything you wanted a Sailor Moon, I feel like, is in this episode. Like, there's a bizarre plot that is very specifically targeting middle school students. Uh, there's uh, Tuxedo Matter, you know, Darian being a dickhead, uh, Motoki being nice. Uh, you get Sailor Mercury in it. You get Luna being weird. You get some amazing animation. Yeah. Uh, some bizarre faces. Uh, it's, Super bizarre faces. The best it's faces. Awesome. This is this one has the best faces. Yeah, for sure. We yeah. were cracking up so hard watching so this hard. thing. And the fight, like the, the, the Isaac Newton test fight is the best. So weird. Mm-hmm. So super weird. Uh, and also really great. Yep. Uh, it is. It's highly enjoyable. Uh, but now it's time for the show. Or now it's time for the part of the show where we find out what Sailor Moon says. Oh, dear. Uh, which is where we give you the life lessons that we have learned from this episode. Uh, Devin, oh. we'll start with you. What did oh, you gosh. learn from what did, the what did, what did I sister? learn from? Okay. Oh, gosh. Oh. I mean, I, I already I already <laughs> knew that the Japanese school system was really intense, and I already knew about cram schools and all of that. I mean, 
But did you know uh, it was it was worse than being attacked by a monster? Oh, well, I guess, I mean, I guess not. No, I didn't know it was worse than being attacked by a monster. I, I, I didn't know it was possible to have never played a video game. Um, and, uh, yeah. Okay. And, and... Oh gosh, I, I guess I, I, I should have prepared for this, this, this segment of the show. <laughs> it's okay, no um, pressure, no pressure. If only someone on this show could have informed you that this segment was coming. <laughs> someone who perhaps lives with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I learned that all the cool kids have, have collages of, of, of Japanese people studying. Oh, is that in the show? I didn't know that was in there. Well, you know, we you, you guys said that maybe Amy had that, so that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what I learned. I said it. I said it earlier, but I learned if you want to be good at video games, you should study more. Oh, I learned that uh, Artemis can jump and do twirls in very small spaces. Uh, I learned that if you have an IQ of three hundred, uh, you are immediately good at video games and know exactly how Sailor Moon attacks the first time <laughs> you see her. Uh, but if you have an IQ of six hundred, you can ride a dirt bike and kick monsters until they explode. So stay wow. in school, kids. Yeah, it's all true. It's all true. Uh, all right. Well, as I said before, we have a Twitter account for the show now. So if you check out Sailor Business at Sailor Business on Twitter, you can follow us and we'll always post when new episodes go up and we'll post little uh, goofy things that we, we learn about Sailor Moon or that we think about, or et cetera, et cetera. It'll be lots of fun. Uh, and let us know what you think of the show there as well. Uh, in addition, Devin, do you want to tell people where they can find you on the Internet? Um, I am on Twitter. Uh, my, my name is, uh, Kaylina, C-A-Y-L-I-N-A. Um. Groovy. Yeah. I'm on Twitter at Crackshot, uh, except that the zero, uh, the O in Crackshot is a zero. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the ISB, and you can find other stuff about me at about.me slash Chris Sims. Uh, heads up, if you like listening to me talk about things I have watched, uh, Matt Wilson and I do a podcast called Movie Fighters that has just returned from about a month of hiatus. We watched Short Circuit 2, and it was terrible, so please listen and make it worth it. Sure. Uh, this episode ran a little long because we were comparing four different versions of the same story, uh, something we have not had to do since the first episode. Yep. Actually, five. Five versions of the same story. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. We talked about the original uh, manga as well. So uh, hopefully the next episode will go by a little quicker uh, if you like the – if you don't want to spend three hours listening to Sailor Moon. <laughs> uh, it's not going to be that be- long. We will be back with Devin next week for Usagi's Disaster, Beware the Clock of Confusion, uh, which, incidentally, is amazing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. And until next time, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor business.